millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Soul Sisters podcast for Billboard. I'm your host, Jesse Katz, and I'm here today with my co-host, Dara Golub, and a very cool guest on the show today. Um, I don't know if you guys are huge fans of David Lynch, but I am, Dara is, and so is our guest. Her name is Krista Bell, and she is a longtime collaborator of David Lynch's. Some call her his muse. Um, I decided to pick a bone of contention with that phrase. I think, if anything, David Lynch is her muse, but she and I discussed that in this episode. Um, He has produced music of hers before. She has uh, an EP that came out recently called Somewhere in the Nowhere, which he wrote and produced for her. Um, And she's also going to be starring in the reboot of Twin Peaks, which comes out next year. So uh, we grilled her about that as much as we could. And um, she's a really awesome, crazy, talented lady and has a lot of diverse stuff going on. So this is a fun one. Um, So let's just get to it. Today's episode with Krista Bell. (laughs) I had no idea quite what to expect so this is this is really nice oh this good is, I'm glad. just like hanging it's out talking but i totally exactly. chill I, totally <laughs> very casual that's all we want to do is just hang out and chat oh, exactly. wonderful yeah hey. I'm down for that okay awesome. good yeah sean hi there hi yeah this is sean my wonderful guitar player. hi sean hello, welcome sean. <laughs> sorry you were stuck on a train oh it's terrible. Oh, I'm sorry oh, you were okay. stuck on a train. Okay. Were you like stuck stuck? Not that terrible. Okay, good. Have a good okay, thank you. <laughs> on we go. Yeah. All right. And I can smell that candle. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. Feeling it. Smell the fire. Mm-hmm. 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 Cleansing the air. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Even though it's summer again, but only for a That's day. So I think. strange. I was like, is it? Wait. Are we in Texas? Yeah. <laughs> because I'm from Texas and I think right. I'm going to go East Coast and get all nice and cool and not yeah. so much. No. Well, I mean, cooler than Texas, but, but That's not. true. Mm-hmm. When did you get here? Two days ago. And you're leaving when? Tomorrow evening. Mm, it's going to drop a little tomorrow. You might get a hint of fall in the air. Well, I'm, I'm going to Europe and it's supposed to be pretty, okay, it'll pretty be cool there. there. Yeah. I'll were you some... hoping for, for some cooler? Where were you before? In Texas? I was in Oakland, California. Okay. It's beautiful there right now. But, you know, I'm like East Coast, like like autumn. Oh, yeah. I, it's yeah. like, I, in my mind, that's magic. That's uh-huh. pure magic. And so, and there was, I mean, definitely, it's, there's plenty of magic. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was different kinds. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I used to live in L.A. And my friends there had, like, a weird fetish about the idea of autumn oh, back east. I'm I'm right there. I mean, I'm, it is great. Yeah, it's but, real. Yeah, but it lasts for a very short amount of time. So when they would talk about like, oh, I want to live in New York someday so I can have fall. I'm like, just, New York. just yeah. visit. visit. You shouldn't move there for right. that. Because <laughs> winter is not terrible. <laughs> right. Summer's yeah. disgusting. Winter will kill you. But you get that like just glory time. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Come for a visit. So it keeps you hanging on. Yeah. And then you think about that one nice week <laughs> that's coming in spring. Oh, like yeah. through the winter. Yeah. yeah. You're really selling it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> See, I've never lived in New York. <laughs> no. Okay. Just Texas and, and the West Coast. Is that where you live now? In Oakland? In Oakland, yeah. Okay. From how San did, Antonio, Texas. How did you end up there? My sweetheart. Yeah. There was a man. Okay. There was a <laughs> lovely, wonderful human being that lured me to Oakland, California. Uh-huh. And I've I've been there ever since. It's kind of 
more like my launch pad. You know, I, I yeah, travel sure. quite a bit, and and it's a wonderful place to be. I'm I'm really enjoying my time there. That's good, mm-hmm. Christy. You have such a nice speaking voice. You're oh, like yeah. lulling me in these headphones right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's strange is I I got a little bit of a while I'm here, and so I've been oh. doing all of my like you know like witchy remedies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and my voice sounds different than it usually does. And interesting, um, but yeah, it's like who is this girl speaking? <laughs> is that sort of fun? I feel like. Sometimes when I have a it's cold like or something, it's like with myself. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah, am yeah I? totally. I'm <laughs> Kathleen Turner. Yeah. Hello. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, romancing the stone. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are your witchy remedies? Yeah, I saw on your website you actually are like you share these things that these I, products mm, and and methods too. and remedies that you have. I yeah, love this one. Um, <laughs> well, this one is actually called oil swishing or oil pulling. Oh yeah, you heard about I've this. heard about that. There are some celebrities who are into that. That's you know, how I know about it. All I know <laughs> is that it works for you. Is that it works for me? <laughs> yeah. And there's some things that people do and people try, and I'm like, oh, 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 and. But then, but it's also about chemistries too. Like you find things that work for you and that make sense for you. Mm -hmm. And I, I swish with coconut oil. I love coconut Mm. oil. Put it everywhere. Do everything you can do with coconut oil Uh to myself, and probably more (laughs) things that maybe you shouldn't do. And it's I. So I swish with the coconut oil. Yeah. And if I have a little thing coming on, I really feel like it. It actually gets pulled out of out of my being and then you know expectorated into other places where I would rather it be other than in my body yeah but this is like you know if I show up to a show and I don't have a voice uh-huh. it's like it's no man's land it's like why am I even right so I, I have to have the things that that work for me mm-hmm and if it means bringing coconut oil mm-hmm. in my luggage overseas, that's what happens. Yeah. And I'm just the TSA like, has seen weirder things than right. coconut oil. I'm sure, I'm sure, but it's a little, it takes up some precious um, poundage. Space, yeah. yeah, sure. <laughs> but but that's that's what I do. Yeah. That's what I do. It works for me. Has Did that you, happened on stage when you're just like, oh my God, I have to go out there and I really... Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, after 20 years, pretty it's much... It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it's... It's devastating, like, and because all you, all I wanted to, you know, all every day that I'm doing admin and all the stuff, it's all to get on stage. Mm-hmm. Like that is my ultimate fulfillment, and and to feel like I can't, I can't really give it all that I've got um, because my body isn't agreeing mm-hmm. with me. It's like, mm-hmm. it's very frustrating. So I'm just trying to like take care of everybody. Like everybody, okay, everybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Because we got work to do, yeah. and it's important. Um, it when you say admin, do you mean like the business of being an artist? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which and I'm thinking like so much time. Yeah, and and the more success you find, the more the ratio skews in the wrong way, probably. You know, I I think it's also the more hands on you want to be, mm-hmm. and the more like the more detail oriented you're you're looking. I, I used to kind of be like. Oh, guys can take care of it and yeah you know, i'm sure you know what you're doing i'm sure it's great <laughs> and the truth is that you know best and you have mm-hmm. the most um just uh, desire and dedication for 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 what you're creating <laughs> um right. and you have wonderful people helping you and that that is like a such a precious resource but at the end of the day you know you're you're the one who's who's really uh, you've, you've got to be as excited as you want everyone else to be and right. as dedicated and so you just want to be the beacon for that right. and and you know it means you do a lot of right the computer yeah but I mean, I feel I feel so fortunate for what I'm doing. It's like it's a small price to pay, but it, it definitely is. It's a big factor. Yeah. Yeah. What's your yeah. relationship with technology and social media and that mm. whole part of it? Just trying to hold on to Mystique. Yeah. Just, just, just like, oh, just there she, there she goes. Oh God, there she goes. Okay. Um, but then, and then trying to regain, you know, whatever you can. And it's like, I'm, I'm a little bit. I didn't quite make the selfie generation. Yeah. Like I'm, so there's this kind of like, even if I'm just kind of like, oh no, I can't do this. Like, so there's <laughs> it's a not lot. In your DNA. It's just not in my DNA. She yeah. didn't quite work out that way for uh-huh. me. Um, I, I love, but I love to take pictures. I love yeah. to create photographic art. I love Instagram for the. It's like oh, a mobile gallery. A gallery, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I wish I had a, a, an entire being just to devote to Instagram. I think it's really a phenomenal thing. But yeah. 
I don't. I, I have these <laughs> like these moments in time and these pockets where I'm like, okay, okay, okay. oh, this is gonna work. And I wish, it, and it's definitely organic, but it's also just like um, sometimes it's a bit of like, okay, it's been it's been a minute since I've given this, since I've done that. Let me just kind of get on the horn and and make sure something happens so I can I can connect. And that part I really love that people are interested. Yeah. And what I'm, you know, and, and what I've got going on and the latest and greatest in my life. And that's fantastic. And I, I want to fulfill that if, if there's a desire there for that information. So I think it's um, it's a it's a beautiful thing overall. I, I, I like the idea of keeping some things, you know, mysterious and 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 private uh, because I think that there's beauty in that, too. Um, but I also like I'm so fascinated when I see people that just put everything on the table I'm like and 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 in some ways there's there's this beautiful liberation in that I'm sure but for me it's like I'm I'm still I I kind of like I'm looking at you know Marlene Dietrich and Eva Gardner and you know it's mm -mm, wasn't anything like that Uh and and, you know and there's this this beautiful kind of like shrouded in mystique all these beings you know and I I kind of yearn for that type of interaction with with um with my audience as well but Mm -hmm. you know it's a it's this is the moment this is the moment that I am alive and breathing and and performing and 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 doing my art so the tools that are available you know I'm I'm open right open and that can all be a balance you know because Mm. you can create that sort of presence of like there is this mystique but I still post I'm still available yes. I'm still a presence that you can see that's what I'm striving for you know and that's but how do you do that authentically that's the trick right well, because it doesn't the, the, the so idea you're of being creating authentic, a public persona well but you are I think you are creating a public persona I mean you don't have to be I think a lot of people aren't necessarily authentic right right but well you're an artist okay, you, you so are you're, create, right you're already you're already kind of you're not putting on something it's presentation yeah and there is you know when you are presenting art there's consciousness to it there's uh-huh. thoughtfulness to right. it and it doesn't mean that it's postured or un- inauthentic mm-hmm. it just means that this art that I'm creating and bringing through um you, is it how is what I was doing you know last night at 8 30 p.m you know when I was just whatever what what is this this thing about authenticism authenticism is so fascinating right. to me um I because it, it comes up all the time and you know do at the end of the day you know at night when you're like before you go to bed and there's those the quietest thoughts you know that's really right that's what we're kind of distilling down to yeah. and what's happening there you know is anyone really purely expressing in those moments you know the, the the deepest parts of your being are we giving that all the time is it appropriate to give that all right. the time mm-hmm. and so and how much it's cr- how much people crave it sure. like, I was so fascinated to meet you because you do have such a mystique and such oh. an ethereal incredible persona surrounding you in your Thank art you. and so I was so it's exciting to meet someone that so, you can't figure out right. before you meet them exactly <laughs> even, if that, even if that's a false concept that you could figure someone out before you meet them we often do feel like we kind of get the gist of a it's person like before the they come in they're just like us they eat pizza and they do this and they you know go to the store and all of that and Mm. it was interesting when this whole Angelina Brad thing happened and I was hearing about you know she they kind of represent this last almost generation of celebrity that did not want to give themselves Mm -hmm. to this era of transparency and like you you know they're not snapchatting themselves themselves. we don't know what their like intimate life is like Mm -hmm. and that does sort of keep them on this higher level that we don't feel like we know you personally that which keeps you elevated as this invisible shield exactly and there's something so appealing about that also because then what you're aspiring to about that person if you aspire to is their art sure you know right whereas if you have social media stars that you find aspirational what are you aspiring to they're kind of famous for hanging out right you know so i it's feel right, like it's the opposite it gives us it different makes... kinds of dreams mm-hmm. and goals i i agree i mean i also think the person um you know angelina I, i'm i'm a fan of hers on many levels mm-hmm. but she's like she's like doing stuff she's doing stuff to proactively shift consciousness and change the world and uh-huh. um at least from what i can see and that's right. that's what gives me the sparkles for her mm-hmm. just like uh, i mean obviously and and her face uh, and, her, and, and her talent and yeah. confounded by the fact like she doesn't then 
put that out in a way that's like this sort of blasting you with look at what I'm doing and look at how Mm -hmm. humanitarian you know Mm -hmm. all of the things that she does she doesn't saturate us with it and there's something lovely about that right it's just it's it's the art of 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 creating that you know um it's the the being and and the showing of of what you are and not having to necessarily talk a lot about it and it just shines from within and it is it's proven in the actions and and the cream the cream always rises wait is that the idiom i'm looking for? to the top <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's it sometimes i mix those up <clears throat> that's it i mean but, plus like so much about art is what you project on it anyway from your personal experience and that's how you relate to it it's the same sure. for the artist mm-hmm. right you yeah. should be able to project something onto the artist not have it completely known if sure. I feel like I know too much about an artist and I listen to their album, for example, I have this problem with Beyonce and Lemonade. Uh, <laughs> that I feel like we know too much about the personal and what that album is about. And that so I'm thinking about in. her actual marriage while I'm listening to that. I can't relate it as much to myself because here's I feel mis- like I know the details. Here's the mistake there for me mm-hmm. is is what of that is art. Right. Because this is poetry from yeah. someone else. Right. These are songs that other people have written mm-hmm. and I love Beyonce. I am there is <laughs> so much respect. But I think it is it's just it's a it's an art piece. Yeah. And there it's it's has elements of auto you know biographical mm-hmm. um, things of course and but she is like the consummate performer. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I think a lot of that is like step into my world that I've created and there's so much that we can relate to and be like, oh, you too, baby, you too. I feel that. And and there's that beauty there. And yes, okay, but like you have this ultimate being of, of just profound, and uh, in, in, you know, as far as artistically, wow, she's just, she's such a hard worker and mm-hmm. her, her form is so, is so mystically beautiful and she just has all this charisma and, and you, and it's just so lovely to think, oh, she's like, she's like me too you know and she has these problems and you know sure that's the flip side of it yeah right and even you know angelina too she's she's had some moments of like oh she's she's just she's a human being she's a person and there's that there's that sweetness there to to, but they're still on this other level largely because of we want them to be we 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 enjoy that for them and um, but yeah, I think I think Beyonce is a weaver of worlds, and she is a conjurer, and she's very powerful at this. So in some ways, it's like yeah, we know what's going on, but do we? But you never really know. We know the version that she's allowing us to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. he's in on it. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just saw uh, her final concert for Lemonade. Oh yeah. Oh my god! And he came. But on that was stage. the last one. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. And he came on stage, and then they were like so in love. And like, I, look, that could be an act too. I don't think it would be because why? I know, you know. But it was very to lovely say? to see. Right? Who's to say? <laughs> but it's all. It's. I think it's all part of of the creation of this world, as you say. Like, mm-hmm. we're, like the questioning might be part of this album and not part of the next one. Maybe the next one will just right. be like about paying bills or whatever it is. Yeah. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's what I love about Solange's new album. Oh is that it's political mm. but i don't know that much about her and so that's that, cool that's a more pure album for me mm-hmm. because i i can relate to it more because there aren't specifics about it like preconceived notions about it in sure. my mind yeah it's an easier listen in a way in yeah that sense. it's I've also an easier a- listen just it's like it's like a vibe album yeah. you know yeah which is cool yeah, it's a different feeling mm-hmm. talk about vibe mm-hmm. albums mm-hmm. oh my goodness <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah let's get back to you yeah so I, I mean, I feel like you, maybe you guys can can illuminate a little bit. I feel like often filmmakers have muses, mm. painters have muses mm. a lot, and I'm thinking about John Lennon had Yoko Ono, mm. right? Mm. Um, and I'm, Yoko had John, and Yoko yeah. had John, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> but I'm thinking about how often there is this relationship this mutually beneficial relationship Mm. of inspiration and elevation. And you really, it seems like, become intertwined in each other's worlds, which are so otherworldly. I'm talking about David Lynch here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do want to get this out of the way. This descriptor that follows you and everything that's written about you, that you're David Lynch's muse, I have so So many many questions. questions. So how, I mean, to be part of to be associated so closely so identified with that and Mm. sort of like upbuilt by that and brought into this entire sort of 
um, aesthetic and imaginative and ethereal otherworldly world. Um, but that is also, that seems to be your world too. Right. So Not how, just that you were enveloped by that, but that it was a meeting of worlds. Right. So I, yeah. my question is how <laughs> much is that, was that almost just like this destiny that you couldn't... That, ding, ding, you, ding, 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 yeah. <laughs> You, I don't know how much you could have imagined it, like actually in your mm. in your head, but there was some part of you that felt like this is what your being was always sort of meant for. Well, let's just give a little context that he's yes. produced your last two albums. You're yes. going to be in Twin Peaks, yes. and there are many other collaborations that have happened with him. But maybe just tell us like how you guys met, yes, and sure. and then why that seemed like fate how this to party you. got started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had a wonderful manager uh, when I was. Uh, it, still with RCA Victor mm -hmm. and with a band called Eight and a Half Souvenirs like this gypsy cabaret so fun uh, where were you living then? I was living in Austin, Texas okay. at that time I'm actually curious about this band yeah. as well I oh, mean yeah. I, yeah. oh they were so great I was so lucky I had no idea how, how did that it. happen? It that was band. this Parisian like Django Reinhardt style guitar player and he was um, he came to Austin, Texas and when you're in Paris like there's a lot of people who are doing that Django style guitar like you know just busking on the street but in Austin, Texas, there was no one doing that. Mm. And so everyone's just like jaw hanging open with this amazing playing. And so he found this fantastic uh, piano player and and then, you know, upright bass and cabaret drums. And suddenly you've got this this killer, killer. band mm -hmm. and they're doing really well in Austin. And they're playing for a long time, getting a great following. And they lose their female vocalist. And I was moving to Austin, Texas. To, I thought I wanted to be an actress. I'd done this film, and and the woman who was interviewing me to get a cocktail waitressing job, I was really hoping for this cocktail <laughs> job. And she was like, "Okay," you, and I said, "You know that there's a piano. There was a piano in the place." And I said, "Hey, just you know, I, every once in a while, I, I'd love to to do a set mm -hmm. with a with a player, and um, this is kind of what I do, you know, since I was very young." And she's like, "So you're a singer?" I said, "Yeah." Well, you can have this job as a cocktail waitress, but you have to audition for my husband's band. Oh, okay, <laughs> strange, but sure. And that was another moment that changed my life. Yeah, it was wow. like, like meant to those be. like moments. Yeah, defining moments. That, that was I, moving from San Antonio to Austin. Exactly, okay. exactly. So moved to Austin, Texas, joined this amazing band that already had a following. Uh -huh. I mean, they were cooking, and mm -hmm. I just got to like step in and just. I had the most marvelous experience. I had no idea how lucky I was until you know later when I saw how how truly blessed I had been mm -hmm. so that was that was like mm, 96 97 98 area and then I'm in Los Angeles and we have this we were signed to RCA Victor which was amazing we have this management company and the manager like the, the like the head honcho who runs the management company he is not a fan of jazz but he <laughs> goes to see the show and he and he says he gives me the whole like you know drop the band and let me let me run your solo career and he'd sold a wow. hundred million albums in his managerial career but i loved the band and i'm just you know <laughs> i'm just like no way am i gonna drop this band but you know like things happen and 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 things evolved and mm -hmm. the band broke up for other reasons and and this guy took me on his name was Bud Prager he had a little band called Foreigner right so he had done super well but he wanted to be like back in the game again he uh -huh. had this he remember he didn't need money he just loved to like have the act that was you know on top so he was kind of like you know placing his bets with me and and I wasn't the only one but he was giving me a lot a lot of love and he created a um a situation where I had a meeting with an agent at creative artist agency like had my 15 minutes mm -hmm. and just happened to be that this was the only person the only human being that could have been the connector to David Lynch and after five minutes of talking with me then hearing my demo and a few more just kind of like he was just listening to the little voices he said I, I think I think David Lynch is gonna is gonna connect with you, and I, I think he's gonna like your voice, and I think you guys are gonna make music together. Like so this is someone at CAA said yeah, this. Yeah, Brian Laux, bless his heart. Do you remember that moment, like that very oh, moment? I do <laughs> because like, it, I was like, I was like, are we talking about the same yeah. David Lynch? I mean, is there like, are there two? Like, is this I mean, really happening right now? Like yeah. as, a, as a connector of life, like he's a visionary man. Like, you yeah, know, but is it's it because like, David was looking for someone to sing on his films? Dave, David's always 
loved music and okay. I always loved creating music. This is he's he is the artist. He's mm-hmm. the artist in all mediums. Yeah. He has inspirations that come and he answers the call in all mediums mm-hmm. and music is something that he loves to do and and but he has this music and he's got um these compositions and he's got lyrics but he needed a voice did mm-hmm. you know that he was a musician then no, no. right, right. No. but you did you were familiar with his work i was familiar with his work to some degree mm-hmm. i was 19 years old at the time and i mean i'd seen lost highway i remembered twin peaks and i for me it was the music of twin peaks and the opening mm-hmm. theme song right. and how can i mm-hmm. i was just like feeling things uh-huh. i was like what is going on in my little body <laughs> right now um, this music is just like i mean stirring something within me that yeah. I, I've, I've never known before so those were my associations and to have considered that with that and that little being that you know flash forward 10 years and I would be meeting this this person mm-hmm. and and it would all seem so divinely you know aligned because Brian was the only person that could have made that connection happen mm-hmm. and Bud was like he he just he he felt something and he wanted something to happen magical and he like planted the seeds and it was super super special he's he's passed on was that in Los Angeles, that CAA meeting? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so wow. did he then facilitate a meeting between you two? Oh, yes. So then, because <laughs> after someone says, I'm going to hook you up with David Lynch, you're like, you're like yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Exactly. You're like, I don't, I'll see that. Like, I can't believe that. Even so, even so young at that time, I knew that this was like, a, it was still, right. even though this guy at CAA with the corner office and just like, if anyone can do it, this man can, but is he going to? Yeah. And he did. And so... <laughs> We have this meeting, and I'm I I was still actually living in Austin at the time. My manager put me up at the Roosevelt Hotel, and you know it's like the night before meeting David. It's a it's a morning meeting, and um, I'm gonna just tell you this quick story, like yeah. about you know you know Bud gives me a sleeping pill just in case nice. I can't um, get any sleep, <laughs> and like 2 a.m. rolls around, and of course I'm just like no 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 no. So I take the sleeping pill, proceed to have. A fairly uh, serious allergic reaction to the color. Hives like all over my body. I'm like, "Mm, okay. This this is a moment. Like, is it, have I have I been brought here for disappointment and, yeah. and humiliation, or is this another test to overcome? And so I just chugged a bunch of water, took a bath, and just was like, you know, in prayer and like, okay, what whatever happens, just just let me get through tomorrow with yeah. dignity yeah. and grace, and you know, and I'll I'll just whatever needs to happen after that. Okay, universe, <laughs> I am I am I am like I'm I'm putty. Mm-hmm. Were you planning to sing? Did you know like what the meeting would entail? Were you going to no, sing for I, him or just a meeting with David Lynch? We, does anyone know what that means? No, one, I have no idea. And and so I, I I fall asleep. I wake up and I don't. The hives have have subsided and I'm like I'm kind of just delirious. But I know this is a, a super magical day. And Bud, who was like notorious for like you know no sugar coating, he's like, look, this could this could mean all of our dreams coming true or it could mean everything just falling apart and 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 so you know I, I'm walking up the stairs to David's place and it's the same house in Lost Highway where his recording studio is and I'm walking up the stairs like this is crazy town <laughs> this is like blowing my mind and we get up to the front door and and Brian knocks on the door and you know David opens the door and it's like cigarette hanging out of his mouth <laughs> and the hair and oh, like you know paint splattered all over his <laughs> all over his shirt and his khaki pants and one you know part of his shirt like still hanging out and and he's like Christabel just opens his arms and he gives me this like hug that like just like just soul reassuring oh. warm dripping with compassion mm-hmm hug and i'm like okay it's it this is what i'm this is what i'm this, this is what, what i'm, I'm working with yeah. yeah and and my heart of course is like <sighs> fluttering and he just does everything he can possibly do to put me at ease he knows how nervous i am he wants this to work like, yeah as right. much as i do mm-hmm. no matter who you are to find like these like magical connectors yeah. and these collaborations that spark something you know that is greater than what you can create on your own mm-hmm. You're looking for anyone to do that. And in this case, 
you know, it was the potential of it being of it being David. And so we're there and we're all in the studio together. And it's like, the, you know, the manager and the agent and like me. And and I'm just like, wow, this is really happening. It's kind of out of body experience at that point. You yeah. know, you're just kind yeah. of the witness. And. And so David, you know, listens to my demo and, and he's, you know, he's, he's super, has all these wonderful things to say about my voice. And he says, okay, Christabel, I've got some music I want you to hear. So he plays some music and, and he says, how do you, how do you feel about this? And already I'm just like, <laughs> I, I can work with this. Let's, let's, and he's like and music he, he wanted you to sing on. Exactly. Just wow. a bed of music with no, with no, just, just a feeling. Really. Was it for a particular project? It was for something he didn't know yet. He didn't know yet. Oh. He just loved this music. He'd he'd made it maybe even years before. Uh-huh. It was waiting. That's cool. And he he played it and then he gave me these lyrics and he said, Okay. And we just sat at the console and and I had the microphone and he said, Just just sing. I'm like, okay. It's like it's like this crippling nervousness, but this like being of magnificent radiance and encouragement, like at you, next to you, that is just, you know, just lovingly taking you into this environment and making you feel safe. And so I just start singing and and we write a song this day that we've met, and it's this beautiful like this love song and. And so we're both kind of like buzzing because this is some, you know, to make music with someone. And it's is, falling in love. It's, it's falling in love. It's finding a partner for the rest of your life. Except yeah. that it's harder to do this than fall in <laughs> love is the thing. Like That's I've true. talked about it like before, like, you know, you, you can find, it's like, this is just like, it's, it's supreme. So, mm-hmm. so we're both stoked. And I, I mean, probably, probably me more than him, but, um, <laughs> but he's happy too. And yeah. I'm like, Wow. So uh, you're like 19. Yeah. Wow. Mind. Wow. Blown. Yeah. So, so this wonderful person wants to make a record like now, and the problem is I'm already signed to RCA Victor. Mm. So there's some complications there, and and so I I can't I can't move forward. Oh, this wasn't after eight and a half souvenirs this broke up. After eight and a half souvenirs broke up. But, but you once you sign a contract, it doesn't, you, I mean, this is a, this is, I mean, it, it, in the age of record deals, when mm-hmm. a band thought that that was the only way right. to proceed and, and to, and to make it, you're just, you're just sign, sign it, sign it, sign it, sign yeah. it. And so like you individually mm-hmm. are owned by them, regardless of what's happening oh, with the band. Absolutely. Wow. Interesting. Absolutely. So, so was Bud then trying to finagle something through them? And you got it. Okay. So Bud goes back into his you know circles and and works out a situation where I get out of my contract, which is unusual. Many artists are locked into these contracts for years, mm-hmm. and and it's crippling. Mm-hmm. And Bud was able to get me out of the contract, and but it wasn't super quick. And 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 then David started working on Mulholland Drive. So our timing wasn't really um, aligned at that time, mm-hmm. but we, after Mulholland Drive, and you know, and I, so I couldn't, I couldn't make the record with him. I was already signed. I, we 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 parted ways, and mm-hmm. it was just like, it was so close. It was, I mean, I could I could taste oh it, gosh. and it was just kind of, it was given to me, and then it was just you know kind of timing. Oh, yeah, it's so it's so important, and destiny. You know, mm-hmm. all of these things mm-hmm. are at play here, and. So a couple of years pass and 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 there's like some Hollywood party and Brian Laux sees David at the Hollywood party and 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 David says, you know, Brian, what's going on with Christabel? Can she can she make music? Is she is she available? And so Brian calls me up and he's like, you know, David wants to see if this can happen. He yeah. would, and I'm like and I've gotten out of my contract at this point and I'm like Yes. <laughs> Had you and David kept in touch in that time? No. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Wow. And you know, I, I look back on that time, and it was it was a long time ago now. But there was always this yearning and this and this this beautiful thing. But you know, sometimes when things just aren't happening, you you know you let them go and you you move on. And mm-hmm. just to have met him, I was I was yeah. already like pretty ecstatic over that mm-hmm. and you probably know, had a sense that this would come back around hoping hoping and but you know I was already a child of the business so mm-hmm. expectation I, I'm I 
It's like you're you you hope for for the world and you expect just literally nothing. And then mm-hmm. whatever happens, you're so happy. But you know, you get promised so many things, and there's so many possibilities. And just getting signed to RCA Victor and all the things that were said and all the hopes and dreams that were that were you know ignited. And mm-hmm. then you know, uh, it's just yeah. all. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's just... So was music kind of in the background for you during those years too, or were you working on your own thing I was working on I was always exploring music like Mm -hmm. music was just and it was so it was many many genres but I grew up in a recording studio so I was a session singer by the time I was like 13 so you have to be extremely versatile so the the blessing of the curse is that I could sing any style but but what is my music right what is my voice and I really felt like the music that David and I were making was the purest voice that I that I had and I so I, I did yearn for that but I was also just looking and exploring and yeah. like down tempo chill out and like world music and all <laughs> of these and and straight up blues and and rock I was in Austin Texas you, you know? yeah, play yeah. guitar as well right I play guitar like I mean I play guitar on stage I I, I'm, I, I can hold a guitar and, it, and I can work strings as I'm doing it. But um, as far as like, you know, I, I would I would not call myself a guitar player. Mm-hmm. I am I'm I, I'm a performer uh-huh. with a guitar, <laughs> swing, you know, strapped on to me. Say, on it, was, okay. it was cool to see you play with a guitar because even anything that takes you out of the sort of um, singular performance sort of focus as this mm. almost like it's an actress, but it's really just you. It, you can see it emanate from you that to see you with a guitar was kind of cool. It's like um. it's it's a little bit of a breaking down of that. Well, it, it, for me, that was like I was always like, I'm, I'm a singer. I, but I had this feeling that it was other people who were, who could play guitar and sing on stage, and mm-hmm. it was other this other, you know, class of musician that could that could play instruments as they sing and and perform. And I perform. mean, right, it's different. Right. So I I really wanted to 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 push myself, and so I booked a show where I was playing guitar, and I knew that if I lit that fire under myself, that I would have to just practice and practice till, you know, like, till your fingers bled, like, um, <laughs> you know, but, uh, and, but, and, and I, and so I booked that show, and I did it, and that was, like, the launching point for, for being able to be on stage with a guitar, and not, you know, it was never about, I'm going to become this great guitarist, it was like, I'm going to overcome this, this, this personal limitation that I'd had on myself, and, and push it so that I can just release you know that that because I I wanted to to be the the most that I could be and Mm -hmm. for me musicians that that perform and sing and play at the same time it's just like ah so yeah I but I work with amazing guitar players and when I play it's it's like to it's to kind of put that just little underpinning of 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 little something something there and and to hold it and to feel it and to and to and to work with it yeah Mm, I'm so curious what you were like as a kid Mm. (laughs) so what does that mean you grew up in a recording studio and were you Sort did you have like, a Texan you, accent first you, of all? <laughs> San Antonio super cosmopolitan, and if anything, you have a, a you you speak Spanish, okay? Because we're we're like sixty percent you know Latin in that, yeah. and you know, and so if anything, I you know I was kind of like um, I could do I was like, <laughs> I had I would had to pretend that I was Latin so I could get work um, and and speak Spanish so that I could you know do voiceover um, yeah. and that kind of thing. But I mean, I was 
I was doing musicals, you know, yeah. and, and like like children's theater. Uh-huh. And, um, that was like the the first where I was just um, just getting excited about being on stage and mm-hmm. and and feeling like, oh yeah, this is this is my jam. Mm-hmm. This is what I like. This is what this is what gives me the 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 juice. Yeah, I want to say like, have you? Um, there's this sort of poise and grace and almost I wonder if there was when you were young a sort of beyond your years ness mm. to you that that made you sort of a little bit of apart from maybe the kids who were more acting their age I was I was definitely a little bit different but I don't think I think it was a bit more of an awkwardness rather than <laughs> an etherealness <laughs> I think I had to grow into that you know like I I, I see pictures and I, you know I had um dental issues and I had you know glasses and it was the whole thing like I had I was I've had an interesting full spectrum reality of Uh like of 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 a lot of humbleness and a lot of like wow moments and it's I you know I I go I'm always I'm I'm kept in a a pretty sweet spot in between these worlds like you know I I grew up with you know with like the like like the like the headgear I had I had I had a headgear the serious serious shit and and the glasses and and they still have that it's just crazy I think that they probably moved I mean (laughs) I thought it was like trauma does kids still have to wear that I don't know it's for severe issues but I feel like I mean I had been the most advanced technology we can still have I mean but totally dramatic yeah children don't have to go through that anymore um so yeah that that was like early on yeah I was definitely giving it I mean I love to be on stage but it was not like I was getting the lead roles so right. I was um I was in the chorus and yeah. I was I had a big smile on my you know <laughs> full of braces mouth and and, uh-huh. and giving it my all and knew that it was what I wanted to do but really had to grow into um you know the yeah yeah the the, the chanteuse right um that would that would later emerge but also here's my question for you how mm. you practice tm right i do how long have you been doing that for since 2006 okay mm-hmm. was that a, a david inspiration absolutely but not because i was i was given a hard sell but okay. just because like you I'm, see it working well for you him. see it working for other people and yeah. you're like i'll have what he's having and and also not just david but all the people that work in his office and mm-hmm. you're in Los. you know I, I finally did move to la and it's all this like and east coast is different la has a different kind of like stress vibe it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's like laid back stress which yeah. is but it's still stress and and everyone just kind of seemed to have it just kind of dripping off of them uh-huh. But when you walked into David's world, it's just like everyone is just like at ease. Mm-hmm. And there was this serenity and there was this um, just kind of different feeling. And everybody was doing TM and the staff in the morning doing TM together and hanging out doing TM, yeah. you know, at the end of the day. And it changes things. It yeah. just it is no joke. It's I'm palpable. saying I think you can feel something from someone who has mm. been practicing regularly. I started a year and a half, but I'm in a. I'm in a bad moment with it right now. I There's need no to... bad moments. There's no bad moments. Yeah, Even but if you're ir- not... very irregular practice, I feel like is a bad moment with it. You know, it is. It is. It's. Uh, it's always evolving. Yeah. So. And in, even to have it as a secret weapon, as 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 this tool that it's just like, you know, it's always it's crazy. There if for I'm you. if I'm in a really bad spot or I'm just exhausted or something and like I need to save myself. If I can sneak off for twenty minutes, Ooh. it is like a new life afterwards. It's, I will this is say news that to me even you. when I'm wow. not in the twice a day practice, I can still pull it out and yeah, it's I amazing. Mean, even five minutes if you've got a yeah. five minute pocket and it's just this like this wonderful thing that you know that you have mm-hmm. like like a li- it's like a little bit of sunshine. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> it's it really true. Is. It's like it's a. A little a fount of well-being that you can just take a little t- take a little yeah. dip. You're like, oh, right. That's that's better. But are you are you in like you're doing twice a day lately? You know, lately. I mean, when I'm traveling, when I'm touring, yeah, I'm I'm lucky to get one in. Yeah. So and I and I do my five minute pockets. You know, and I don't. Okay. I I, I that I, makes I, me feel better. I've stopped um, creating guilt around it 
you know, too. I've stopped beating yeah, myself up. Yeah, that sounds counterproductive. Counter <laughs> it does, totally. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, when all these wonderful things that we can do for ourselves that sometimes we don't because mm-hmm. we are we are imperfect beings. Right. And if we were enlightened, we would probably be little zing, 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 zing up in the cosmos <laughs> yeah. and not like in this like, in these vessels right now. So I'm like, right. I'm like okay, it's okay. It's okay. And yeah. I, I would love, of course, to be in a life where I was meditating twice well, a day. Because I feel like David says that he hasn't missed it in 20 years or something. David is however not long it's been. a real human. He is like a nut. <laughs> You're like, do not compare yourself. No, don't. It's, it's a, that's, a, that's a hard, hard road. But also... Did you fall prey to that a little bit when, when you were getting into, like, why am I, like... Oh. These souls sort of coming together when you started working together again and you said, I just want to be. How do I, how do I be? How do I get close to that? Yeah. You... you you get so much from from the interaction yeah. that you and there's such a high vibration that you don't even have a moment to feel smaller or less than you simply feel uplifted right and 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 like you know i don't i don't quite know how to explain it it's like you you get this uh, so much energy from this resource from mm-hmm. this source of of light and love and you know and i have my own relationship with him and I, I I can't speak for everyone but you know when I, I I stop short of saying it's like a guru because he's a pal like he's just great mm-hmm. he's a, just a, <laughs> he's like he gives great advice he's super funny he's like just like a just a really great person that yeah. you just love to be around right but also the way he conducts his life is something to aspire to and mm-hmm. you know whenever he has inspiration he's got every medium at his fingertips to mm-hmm. to, to 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 do that he wants to make music today he yeah. wants to make a puppet today and do work <laughs> on some animatronics or whatever it's all there and, and he's he's created this life where that's possible and yeah. and the and and being such a dedicated meditator is one other level of that um to aspire to so i mm-hmm. am i'm working on you know the best version of me <laughs> i mean it's she's she's out there and i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm i keep I'm, I'm 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 going for it but you know i've i forgive myself a lot well, that's the journey. Yeah, I mean, that's the sure. point of waking up every day. Yeah, yeah. try to get so, closer. So tell us then. Okay, so back forward to when um, you came back together. He was done yes. with Mulholland Drive. He yes. says, "What's happening with Christabel?" Yes. So we start making music, and I, I, I'm, and I think I'm living in Austin at this point, and flying to Los Angeles. You know, whenever he's got a pocket of time, mm-hmm. and we, we start. You know, this this beautiful collaboration together and but even then it's it's a full decade before the music that was started that that you know that's that day yeah uh is a a full body of work and an album and that's this train that's this train and it was so would he send you five like how would that process work or you would just come in always in person we we establish it that that day he has a piece of music and he feels like this music is right for the Christabel David Lynch project and he plays it for me and I start to feel it and if I feel the melodies coming I'm like yes 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 and then he either has some lyrics that are you know down in the in in his mm-hmm. a secret area yeah. in this black box and he he comes back up the stairs with these <laughs> lyrics and he gives them to me and I I go into the vocal booth and I start just and it gives me some direction mm-hmm. and then I just let the muses, you know, overcome me, and I just, you know, just pray that this time it's really gonna happen. For sh- because every time you know, it, it's always worked out. But there's always this like moment. You're like, am I gonna be able to do this? This yeah. time, am, am I gonna be able to pull mm-hmm. this off? Yeah. Because improvising melodies mm. to to music that's there to create the the lyric, the 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 um uh, the verse and the chorus with lyrics that are already created. It's yeah. a interesting massage right mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you're like for a composer for who's a composer so, you know, who Lynch. has a very specific vision that mm-hmm. needs to be fulfilled you know so sometimes it takes two and a half hours and sometimes it takes seven years and 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 you're like but you're just you just have to stay in the moment with it and i can't start to think too much or yeah. it is bad news bears right so you're you're just you're 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 in this place and you're in i'm in the vocal booth and Thank God I had all this experience with a recording studio in my childhood because the vocal booth is actually a, a comfort place for me. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm just singing and singing and through this process, the same the same process, bit of music, 
I feel this music. He gives me some lyrics. Mm-hmm. I go to the vocal booth. I, I improvise until we've caught something. And then we refine, refine until we have a song. And so that happened, you know, over the years, over the years, and until we had this this record. Yeah that had for sure its own destiny like I had to just step out I had to not have attachment I had to um and also just be completely at at peace with the possibility of it never coming out Mm -hmm. and with the experience having been creating music with this amazing human being right and And that being the possible end result in itself yeah and it looked like that was the way it was going to be for a long time Uh and there was a you know this process of letting go and and just um I kept like casting runes and it was always like wait on the will of heaven I'm like (laughs) <laughs> you're like what are you doing to me like why yeah. it just feels like the and then at the same time it's there's so much beauty in it and when it finally did happen and the record did come out I had so much to give the material so much to infuse into the mm-hmm. performance because it's all there and it's mm-hmm. you know it's pretty pretty deep stuff and and in a way like I had to grow up in order to be able to really deliver it so yeah it was looking back it was perfect but at the time it was like what (gasps) yeah but i love hearing you talk about it because there's this thing about this label being his muse that rubs me a little bit the wrong way just because i'm like you are the artist you're not just somebody's muse you are also creating it's like when you say someone's just someone's muse it makes them seem very passive in the act of the art making well if anything I think it's the other way around. Right. You know, like, I, David is, he's so creative. He doesn't need a a muse. Like, this man doesn't need a muse. And the the muse term kind of surfaced because I think there's this romanticism Mm -hmm. about, you know, like, um, just an artist and a muse. Mm -hmm. And, And I have no problem filling that role because I have um, I feel so empowered in my in my relationship with him yeah no it's a lovely thing to say but it's also it's a little bit gendered I think if you were a man it would probably be a collaboration more than this muse label you know and some people say some people say protege some people Mm -hmm. say collaborator and well I think it's the way that we sort of started talking about you seem literally drawn out of his films, mm. you know, like your being. And I think like when this man at CIA was like, oh, <laughs> you know, it took him five minutes and he's like, your voice, the way, like everything about you, it speaks like just signals David Lynch. And I think that. Well, but that's because like we knew David Lynch, quote unquote, before we knew Chris Bell. You know, if, sure. like if we knew you first and then we discovered David Lynch, maybe we would say, oh, it's like someone who is drawn out of Christabel's imagination. Sure. Yeah, no, I you see know? what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm I don't fine know. either way. <laughs> yeah, anyway, <laughs> I, I mean, it's just stupid to get into no, the semantics of labels, but you know, it's, anyway. And it's all, it's all fun to play with. Like, yeah. yeah. I have so... I feel so like at ease in my being that all of these, all of these things are just kind of like, I find it fascinating yeah. what sparks conversations and, totally. I, you know, David's and my connection and our collaboration, our friendship is so, you know, like it's just, it's, you know, 17 years in the making and there's just, it's just easy and wonderful. And, and every time I think that we're kind of like complete and we are, you know, closing a chapter and I, you know, I feel so fortunate for all the time that we've shared. And, you know, and then it's like he just kind of opens it up yeah. and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. OK, yeah, yeah. let's do this dance now. Right. It's, it's, so now you're acting for him or in his in, in acting for him. Yes. <laughs> there yes. I go again. Right. In Twin Peaks. Yeah. You'll be. And now I've made you second <laughs> guess yourself. You're fine. OK. Um. Are you are you also singing? Is there also a music element to your role, or can you tell us that? I don't know what you can tell us about. So, punishable by death. Yeah, I my lips are sealed. Okay, has um, it been shot already? Cool. It's I been shot. It has. Okay. It's been shot. And how much do I want to share? Oh my goodness. everything with I'm sure you. I, oh my gosh. But I, I the cannot. cast is insane. The cast is <laughs> insane. It's like all these original people plus like um, every other mm-hmm. amazing actor you could ever want to be in a thing. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's it's. I think. I mean, of course, I'm biased, but um, 
I think it's going to be a remarkable program. Yeah. I think it's going to be super, super special. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and, okay, so you have this new EP that just came out. Yes. yes. And and you're producing another album, a full-length album. Mm. Is that done? It's already done. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and that was produced by John Parrish. Went right. to Bristol, uh, UK in February mm-hmm. and had been writing songs for mm, maybe a couple of years and, you know, got the got the, the cream of the crop and sent him off to, to Mr. Parrish and he was really into it and he, he, I just, he's just this wonderful, just, I mean, I have been very fortunate to work with not only remarkably talented people, but like amazing human beings mm-hmm. and he's, he's exactly that, like so talented, uh, the consummate producer, like yeah. just has everything laid out and, and, you know, working on writing these songs and you have a little bit of like, my baby and then and then you're kind of like letting letting your your, mm-hmm. your, your baby you know get kind of raised by someone else right. in a way and and that's that's a process of letting go but when you trust so much this person's aesthetic and you're just that's like okay that's the key mm-hmm. and I love collaborations like I'm you know I, I just I, I love to have chemistries come together and and create something next to mention so yeah. um, but it's a very uh, you have to be obviously very selective because that can unfortunate go, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's go a careful chemistry wrong yeah. Way. yeah and even if it's someone amazing it, it might not be the right thing so totally. you have to kind of feel it out and personality wise it has to work aesthetically it has to work and you have to get those little voices that say yes yes mm-hmm. yes yes mm-hmm. and so you're like okay then you've got a winner you've got all those things that are that are working and then scheduling you right. know so you're you have all these things um you know both ethereal and pragmatic yeah. you know coming to and and right, and exactly and so and and john uh just was that he was he's the guy he was the guy so we made this record and and david had nothing to do with nothing this one. to do with it how was that shift musically and just psychologically or psychically like and what's the different effect on the sound of, of music it. right yeah it 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 was it was perfect like yeah. because david you know he he you know he teases he's like i'm jealous and i'm like oh david <laughs> you're gonna be fine you know like you're i think you've got you got a full plate yeah so, you know well, that's sweet, he's so sweet yeah. like he he's yeah he's just uh, he's such a lover um but does the new one sound like a departure or a continuation or it's like you don't want to abandon the people that have that have you know been with you for for your process of 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 the music that you've created but you have to go into a new direction yeah. it's just like this delicate balance Definitely. i think so many yeah. artists you know go through this but the thing that they have in common and i don't really know how to explain it but there's a purity like neither guy is interested in just throwing a bunch of stuff there it's like finding the 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 what a song is made of mm-hmm. and 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 bringing that forth and then don't mess with it like don't mm-hmm. don't mess with that like because if you've got a great song that's gonna be that's that's your you know that's your that's your main meal and you don't want to put a bunch of things on it and and I, whereas i'm like i've got nine harmonies that i've worked out for this part and he's like no <laughs> and i'm like oh but but and and i kind of need a little a, a bit of that reining in because yeah. there goes let, letting your darlings go yes so letting hard. your yeah. and you know what they call it they call it killing, killing. yeah i know i didn't want to say it oh, <laughs> I like letting your darlings go that's yeah, so gentle. much better yeah. because when i first heard that term i was like it's uh, just so aggressive it's such a horrible phrase horrible. it's just and the then, worst editing when, is murder yeah right. it is cutting oh. they're gone forever yeah. they're gone um so yeah but what, what i want to share right now is that um my my guitar player has a time limit on on the day so okay. just so you know he needs to leave at 12 45 so okay. i just want to keep that in mind i could talk to I, you like for a long no, yeah, time been, we can wrap it up yeah um, this has been so wonderful awesome uh, yeah for me yeah, for me as yeah. Well. <laughs> so what are you going to perform for us today so we're doing two songs from the new ep and awesome. you know trying to bring the essence of this music that I've made with David into a live performance setting has been this other like Mm. mm, really interesting process you know so because like no you can't first of all when David's recording a lot of it is like he's just like it's like he's he calls them experiments so he goes in the studio and he experiments with Dean Hurley his amazing engineer who also is the co-write for for all of the songs on the new record Mm -hmm. 
amazing guy. And so they're like, they're feeling, you know, they're in the moment and, and, and David's playing on this, this really interesting, like it's, it's a guitar, but it's a slide, but it's got all these effects and he's just finding moods. Right. Mm. So bringing that to life is like, oof! it's, um, it, it, you can't, you can't really do it, but you can get close and yeah. you can find the spirit of it. And so I look for players that I think have that, that feeling and that, that essence and that aesthetic. And, mm-hmm. and it's not easy to find, but, um, but I've, I've brought in this amazing guitar player, Sean Eden, and we're going to perform with tracks so some of them are you know tracks from the actual album beautiful and then with and then live vocals and and live guitar and and one of the songs is uh night ride Ooh, yeah awesome which and, has a killer video mm-hmm. yeah, oh yes, yes. And that my sweetheart directed oh, oh got it <laughs> he's Wake also in it yeah uh-huh. um <laughs> Right. <laughs> so I'm uh, so so proud. Um and and then and then we'll do all the things Beautiful. as Great. well. Awesome. All right, Christabel, thank you so uh, much. Thank you so much. Absolutely my pleasure. Thank you.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.